when you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. And welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. And here I am again, your host, Sam, coming at you, hot and fast. And with me tonight, we have Mikey. Hey, hey. Hello, Mikey. Hello, Christian. Don't drop it. Don't drop it. Don't fuck the mic. Yeah. And Nathan. Hi. Hey. How we doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. What a lovely evening it's been. Here we are, just sitting down watching some, some shit. On TV. Yep. Yep. E3! I have to tell everyone that. We got this this cool doco from like the 1930s of a guy making an actual samurai sword. It's from the Lone Wolf and Cub 3. Yeah, it's on the, it's yeah. on the special features for the Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, it's all in black and white, pre-World War Two. No and sound. No sound. It's like watching... watching. Uh, you remember that uh, movie? No sound. I've been trying to turn it up for the last five minutes. <laughs> you know that movie Space Odyssey? and uh, Not Space Odyssey. Yeah, is this space? Two thousand and two thousand one. Yeah, that's the one. And you have got all those monkeys. Yeah, I imagine like it looks like there's these guys and they have nothing but like little pieces of iron and fans and shit, and they they're making this like futuristic fucking sword. It's <laughs> like you know they're using mud and bits of fucking rice stalks yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's like the aliens have come down and given them this recipe for this like piece of technology. And with it, they've taken over the world. Well, not, and I've not got to really. admit that impressive headwear has got me. Yeah, yeah, they're like Shinto priests. Yeah, I don't know if there are Shinto priests. I think there are Shinto priests. Well, the reason why we're looking at samurai and uh, ninja swords and stuff like that is because the movie we saw tonight was well, not Lone Wolf and Cup. It was not Lone Wolf and Cup, but it does have a Japanese samurai flavor. And uh, we decided at the last minute, like we normally do. Because, uh, Nathan, you had a whole bunch of yeah, movies. Yeah, we're doing it at my house tonight. And we we arrived at my house today, and there was just a box of movies. <laughs> That's right, from Amazon, just ready to go. <laughs> What's that box? Just sitting there on your porch, ready to be stolen by fucking thieves on the street. Oh, it's, it's movies. It's movies. There's a lot of movies. And uh, this wasn't one of them, though, was it? You had this forever. No, I've had it for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. So the movie we're doing tonight is a... Uh, how was this? Sh- no, it was a Golden Harvest. Golden Harvest? Film. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Golden Harvest film called Jewel to the Death. And did you say, Nathan, this was uh, one of the most expensive films? At the time, films? yeah. At I think time? it was one of the most expensive Hong Kong films of all, like, at that time. Yeah, and it is a Hong Kong film. It's a Hong Kong wuxia film. And uh, I think it was shot in 1983. So not, not that old. Well, 35 years old. Well, Golden Harvest were making films before bow, that. Bow, bow, bow. But it was, um, I think what was kind of intriguing about it was that it was... Uh, had Japanese and like samurai characters in it. That were ninja just, shit in this movie. Yeah, like they weren't just bad guys. They weren't guys just like cannon fodder. They were actual. They had characters that were Japanese and shit. Um, and they also had like the Hong Kong style wushu, you know, sword and sorcery. Well, I like sorcery. to think. I, feel, I like to think it's like 1983. Japan is ascendant economically. Mm. They're in the middle of boom times almost. They're a market. That's when they were releasing yeah. all these Japanese films. Yeah, they're fucking hot at this time. Yeah, they're cinema consumers. Yeah, no, I can see that. And also, they had a lot of these films as well. They had like, uh, what's that, Ninja in the Dragon's Den. And they had all these other films. That was up of... there for Possibility Tonight, but yeah. we didn't watch it. Yeah, well, we have seen it before. I've got to admit, it's a smart way to um, conquer two uh, two markets because... 
if no matter where, if they're Japanese or Chinese, you will want to see what they how they portray you and how it goes. Yeah, that's right. It's quite smart um, from a marketing point of view. <clears throat> I think they did a really good job in representing uh, the two cultures. I mean, no, they didn't. <laughs> apart from the fact that all the Japanese guys were actually Chinese, um, <laughs> they did a really good job of uh, actually giving the Japanese characters depth, character, and giving them like, not not saying, oh, Japanese is shit or whatever. They're, they're actually saying there's good things about both cultures. Everybody's so fixated on this fucking ninja sword. All he's doing is fucking polishing that shit. And (laughs) it's like, whoa, how did it go from those mud boxes to this? (laughs) So, yes, going back to the movie, gentlemen. um, So they had this this opening scene where it was just uh, a whole bunch of ninjas. And immediately I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, yeah, fucking ninjas. They're breaking into the temple, apparently, of Shaolin. Of the Shaolin. And what was cool is I I love, like, I don't know whether they stole these techniques, but they do a lot of, like... um, play a movement forward and then reverse it so like ninjas jumping off a building it's a lot of reversal it's a lot of the shit you used to watch in like remember that show Samurai back in the day like it's like a 1960s 1970s show that was showed in Australia Mm. like it's a lot of reverse jumping out of trees but into trees you know they were doing that shit in like Wushu martial arts movies I know know, but they do a lot with ninjas yeah you know this is completely off ninjas but like what you're saying that technique there um i remember um a show there's a show called gray and norton and mark hamill was saying that when he was in in hoth um there's a scene where he's hanging upside down from the roof in star he, wars yeah and he uses it in empire strikes back and he uses his force powers to grab the lightsaber he said they reversed that like he had he was holding it in his hand they just ripped it out of his hand with fishing wire yeah they reversed the, the footage to make it look like he used the force so this has been going this is I'd probably still used in films today yeah yeah, no, it's a valid. It's pretty technique. quick and easy. It works really well as well. Like some of the shots when they do it, it's really effective. Um, but these ninjas are breaking into the Shaolin Temple and they seek just... to steal the secret techniques. Yeah, what? So, <laughs> so they go. Wasn't it a list of swordsmen? A list of swordsmen. They might. Yeah, they might have been trying to grab a list was, of swordsmen. It was like the, it was oh yeah, the was that what it was? It was the techniques of swordsmen and their masters or something. It was like a list. So it was a list of all the most accomplished swords. And they used their swordsmen. secret Japanese photocopying techniques from back in the day. Oh, man, this is the best. They have the ninja... All right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to give us an update on how the sword's progressing? The sword, there, is, the sword has been completed. It's now getting a... A sheath. And now getting a handle and a sheath made for it because they're made individually. Anyway, let's yeah, continue fantastic, with the movie. Fantastic. We'll, we'll keep you uh, listeners updated on the progress of the sword as we go. <laughs> uh, this is He's all actually happening. carving it out. Yeah. That, is, that is impressive. He just got a pen and pencil trace it on a block of wood and he was carving it out. This yep. is all happening live. He's carving out the sheet. Yep. He'll probably use some shark skin to make it look real nice. Ladies and gentlemen, before this podcast is over, you will then find out how this sword shapes up. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue with the movie. So the ninjas so, break in. They copy the thing and then they're fighting a bunch of monks. Well, it was, so to me, the, the shock was that they broke into a library and I thought, yeah, can't you just go borrow books and shit? <laughs> no, no. No, no, not in the shower. I thought it was... What, what, what was really funny to me was they break into this thing. Instead of stealing it and running, they copy it put the books back, and then try to take well, off. I think they, they might tr- be able to escape without being noticed. Yeah, I think, I think they were trying to be clandestine so that the Chinese Shaolin monks didn't realize that their secrets were stolen. But the monks knew, and the like outside the, the library, a whole bunch of them are kind of lining up and uh, waiting to fight the ninjas. And that's some bullshit thing with one of the monks. Oh, Nathan. Live update. Live, Live update. update. They're about to test the sword. This is the thing that made me go, oh, yeah, all these movies are bullshit. All these movies are bullshit. Yeah. It's a live testing. And here, again, we're crossing over to our live foreign correspondent, Nathan Smith. Yeah. Tell us, Nathan, how this uh, sword Well, firstly, they're testing it on some bamboo stuff. 
fantastic. Okay, so cutting that shit up. Describe it live. Describe oh, it live. He's, he's putting the sword in. He's yeah. looking at it. He's getting ready to go. Fantastic. He he's looks like a, a beard. He's drawing the sword. Excellent. Excellent. This is a brand new sword, ladies and they gentlemen. They are just blessing the sword. With what looks like wine or oh, water. No, it's just water. It's just water. Okay, it's just water. It's urine. All right, all right. Uh, oh, oh, oh. He's oh. done with that sword. It, it, oh, he's yeah. just he sliced it, but it hasn't really broken into. Oh, it has broken it has. into. It's a very clean cut. It's been cut straight into. He does it again. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the straw has been cut. Yep. This sword is sharp. Very sharp. Incredible. And his aim sharp. is terrible. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh what's happening? He's going to go for the. Gonna... He's going to go for the fancy one. Slicing it lengthways. Oh. oh, fantastic. If that was somebody's leg, it would look horrific. Yep. But it's not. It's just a piece of bamboo. Swordmaker engraves his name. Fantastic. And anyway, but this is not the point I was getting at. Let's continue. Let's continue. Okay. Crossing back over to the uh, show at hand. Asian action cast. <laughs> fantastic. So we're at the library and there is a big scene between the Shaolin monks and the ninjas. And one of the Shaolin monks says uh, something along the lines of, it would be my honor to fight you or some shit. Like the, there's the the hero, like one of the heroes of the movie is sitting in there with like the more head, head honcho he's, guys. Yeah, like, that's right. We've he's... just taught you a bunch of new martial arts. You want to go and use them? And he's like, yeah, but they're like telling him that like killing people's a bad move because they're Buddhist monks. But he does it anyway because he's a badass. Well, they they kind of say, I I can read your mind. I know that you're going to want to use your new martial arts techniques. And the guy is kind of like, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. And I the really monk do. goes. Fight if you wish to fight, which is probably the most zen thing you could say in this entire yeah, fight if you wish to fight. But know that if you make the wrong choice, I will give you shit for it for the rest of your life. <laughs> so uh, the, the hero, well, one of the heroes. And of if the you movie. lose, I'm, I'm going to be- defriend you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't know. Uh, so the hero of the movie, one of the heroes, is uh, the character called Ching Wan, who's played by a Damien Lau, young Damien Lau, before he had uh, dental surgery. Um, it seems like a lot of people in this movie have bad teeth, but that's not that's part of the course for the Asian action cast. Um, so, Mr. Ching Wan... Pre-1985. Yeah, pre-1985. Yeah, which is fair enough, you know? You were in the water. Just a statement of fact. Nothing else. Uh, so, Mr. Ching Wan is dressed totally in virginal white, uh, possibly because he is a virgin, and uh, his well, martial he's arts... he's one of the best fighters in the world, and, and if anything's... Chinese film has taught me anything. He kind of had sex. Yeah, that's right. Once you blow your load, then you, you lose your powers. Yeah, you lose your powers. So he he immediately uh, flies backwards in the air, like he's in a seated position. Flies backwards through the air, breaks out of the door, and immediately his sword is out, and he's just unleashing on all of these ninjas. And the ninjas are pretty much no match for him. No, no, no. He he is definitely better than the ninjas, but the ninjas are doing what they need to do. Well, there's a lot of at ninjas. this point. There's, there's going to be it's about seven to nine ninjas, and he's one person. So he's not. Well, he he kills one, but they're all floating around him, trying to you know he, he he's not really going for any death marks. He's just sort of standing in the middle, flexing his muscles, so to speak, going check this shit out. Yeah. This is a bit I was talking about. Oh, here we go. Live crossed to uh, foreign correspondent Nathan Smith. Where are we up to now, Nathan? He's Tell about, us about to show us how you actually sort of fight with one of these fucking things. The Fantastic. Forms Fantastic. That you can take I, when it comes to sword fighting, I generally put the pointy end into the enemy, but um, that's how I do it. So when he lifts the sword up, you'll notice that he never fucking he never blocks with the bladed edge ever. Because the no, bladed no. edge of the sword is not designed to take a block. The bladed edge of the sword is not designed to take a block, ladies and gentlemen. And here he is. Nathan Smith. It was just showing different drawing to Nick. At the moment, yes. Expert see, but see, he did it there. There yeah. you go, Nate. Ladies and gentlemen, he did it there. Excellent. This man looks like he's about 108 years old. Well, yeah, there's not many samurais left even in 1938 mm. or whenever the fuck <laughs> this was made. 
Yeah. The end, bitch. Oh, that, that was the end. So the man cut some air and. Like, uh, he yeah. was showing us the sword that he just made. It's fantastic. Yeah, man, he just made that shit. He made that sword, ladies and gentlemen. It went from like a block of shit with some shit around it. It was oh, amazing. The, the most impressive thing was it wasn't like proper ingots of steel. Or no, shit. it started out as fucking rocks. It's like <laughs> rocks. He beat that shit into a sword. Special rock. Anyway, impressive. let's continue. Let's continue. Cutting back to our regular programming. Thank you, Nathan Smith, foreign right, correspondent. Right, right. Thank you. But we're talking about samurais. We're well? talking about samurais. And now the samurais have ended up on the beach somehow. And the ninjas have hopped down as well. Well, there's no samurais at this point. At well, this point. Uh, sorry, the, the Shaolin. Ninjas are samurais, but let's just continue. Uh, we're not going to get into that now. So the the, the guys dressed in black are being chased by one man in white. <laughs> the guys, so the men in black, are now and some on the beach. and some monks with bald heads, and they're all fighting. And the and ninja, the there's about what maybe ten ninja, and they're all feeling like they're probably going to lose. So one of them digs a hole into the dirt, into the beach. And hides the, the scroll, uh, the, the photocopy scroll, photocopy, and they they cover it back up, and then the ninjas open up their vests, and they're wearing grenades, or they're wearing like dynamite. They're like Bamboo kamikaze explosives. vests. Yeah, yeah. So they go and they each run up and try to grab onto a Shaolin monk, and, blow up. and there's blow up. a lot of explosions at this point, and I was a like, holy shit, it's there's, on. Yeah, there's a lot of explosions, and I don't know, probably what, four or five monks die. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like all the ninjas are dead as well. Well, they all grab on. Yeah, well, pretty much all the ninjas die, I think. Maybe one of them ran off, they're ninjas. Yeah. So the remaining Shaolin monk and the hero, uh, Ching Wan, are like, man, that's fucked up. I ain't cleaning this mess up. Yeah. So Let's let the birds do it. <laughs> so that that's the intro to the movie. And uh, I don't think that they actually explain what the hell happened, except that... Uh, no, they don't really. Yeah, the ninjas had I broken in. Talking you know, about I, I just how they say... really don't know how life goes. I just want to say, as far as Golden Harvest movies goes, this is this is probably the best start to one of their movies. A Golden Apart, Harvest film? Wait a minute. Wasn't it the one where they were in the poppy fields and they just come and blasted them all? That was Angel Plan. Was that Golden Harvest? I don't think so. Angel Plan? Yeah, I don't think so. Iron Angel, you mean? Yeah, Iron Angel. Was it Iron Angel? Yeah. I, I believe you. That was a better film. Do we even know the movie? Cool. Uh, actually, what movie yeah. did we do last time? You know what? That might not actually be a better film. By the end, of, by the end of this movie, I was like, "God damn, that was a good movie." <laughs> yeah, there is a there is a couple of weak twenty minute bits in here though. It's, I mean, they got to do the setup, right? Yeah. So, I mean, over the course of the movie, we then learn. I will explain it here now, which is that there is a duel every ten every years. Ten every years. ten years, the same as Mortal Kombat. Every ten years, there is a duel between Japan and China about who's the best swordsman. Yeah, that's right, and. I, d- I don't know who the what the winner gets. Does the winner get anything? He gets to live, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> is it like <laughs> the winner gets his, the winner gets I lost his my legs. prestige? The winner yeah, gets a prestige. Like Iron and his Chef. name is name carved onto the wall of the cage. <laughs> it's like Iron Chef. They just get fame and renown. Yeah, All right. So imagine imagine, imagine you are like a real good kung fu dude. You're like super kung fu man. Yes. And you're like, I like to be rich and famous. Like, you know what you do? Win this you, tournament. You do like, that tournament, and guess like, what? you fucking rich and famous. You know what? I equate it to MasterChef. <laughs> if you want to be a chef in a restaurant these days, you have to have been on MasterChef. You know, okay, so this is, this is like <laughs> Afro... Where did you come on MasterChef? It's like Afro Samurai, right? Like, there can only be one kind of thing. And so there's a representative from Japan, and there's a representative from China. The representative from Japan seems pretty set, right? They all agree that it's this well, one guess guy. Guess what? That's a, that's a real useful thing of having like a really regimented society. Is that you can d- dictate you can who go, it is? You're the fucking dude. Yeah, and then the go, everybody goes, "That's the guy." That's the guy. But there's nothing to say that this guy Ching Wan is the actual representative from China. 
He's just the guy the movie starts on. It's not like anyone has designated him. He's been learning under a hermit. I think Shaolin designates him as their representative. Yeah, but the Shaolin, what authority are they in China? I don't know. They're not like it's representatives not like they went to the emperor or nothing. Yeah. So, anyway. What's the getting... one thing missing from this movie? We An emperor the, scene? The emperor's blessing. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Like, this is set in 16th century, the Ming Dynasty, okay? And people are still using... What time in the 16th century? Uh, uh, around 16 o'clock. So... All, right. <laughs> All right, so at the time when there really wasn't much of a shogun. Yeah, I mean... In China? Mention... In Japan. Uh, oh, I don't know. Man, the, Chi- the Chinese did not do their research when they made this film. That's a bad time to set this shit. I'm pretty sure that the Japanese people didn't speak Chinese as fluently as they did in this film either. <laughs> you know, That's true. You, you is gotta, true. You're right. There, is a, there was a communication problem. They were still all, all using ADSL back then. It wasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> so, Any, anyway. anyway. Um, Mr. Ching, I should also say that Mr. Ching Wan is known as Lord of the Sword. Yeah, he is Lord of the Sword. He's got a schwang. This is bullshit. Wikipedia says he's a peaceful and contemplative martial artist. He's not a peaceful... Fuck that. He wants to fight everybody. No, no. By the end of the movie, he's peaceful and contemplative. People. 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 He is people. Lord of the Sword. Isn't that his gay porno name as well? Lord of the Sword. (laughs) (laughs) Let's cross swords. Kind of there was some you... nice synth yeah, in anyway. here. Anyway. Um, so... so they have a chat. You know, the Buddhists are like, yeah, let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. It's one of the few bits of exposition in this movie. He, yes. he tells him what's going on. And then comes, like, who, what was this guy? The guy with the who turned out to be the... Um, the his hermit master? Yeah, the one who comes in and fights the actual lord master. Um, well, uh, there's an intro- before we get introduced to the Japanese protagonist, that fucking... Uh, wandering monk from uh, Kikakaji. Right. He shows up at the temple. He shows up at Shaolin, and he's all like, "Yeah, that guy's a pretty good." Me. He actually yeah. goes and fights the the head monk. He's right. not the head monk. There's a there's a there's, headier monk than there, that guy. There's an older monk than that guy. He's yeah. like he's like the head of the guards kind of monk. Yeah, he's like he's like. Remember when when it opens up? He's out there like fighting people. And there's like a bunch of really old motherfuckers in there with the hero, and they're like, "Yeah, you should probably shouldn't go out there and fight." You know, those motherfuckers kill people with like we're Goku the, shit. We're like the super monks that we don't need to actually. <laughs> yeah, we we go we have so transcended that you could kill us and we don't care. That kind of monk. Yep. <laughs> so they they set up this uh, what this wandering monk. I don't even know Life his name. Life suffering is. shit. Hey, this this wandering monk. He's kind of shown up and he's fighting the Shaolin monks. And he's just kind of saying, "I want to see what your what you Chinese." Yeah, he's, he's can giving do. them shit the whole time. Yeah, and they're trying to be kind of nice, but you know that one guy wants to go. Yeah, but he doesn't. I mean, the Japanese represent. He's not the representative. He's just a wandering monk. He's trying to, to set the shit up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have the fight with one of the monks, and uh, the Shaolin monk is losing, and that's when Chinghua kind of hops in and has a fight, and he kind of has a couple of uh, shots. He has yeah. a couple of hits in, and then that kind of ends the fight, and then the. Uh, you know the chi- the, J- the Japanese wandering monk goes, okay, well we'll go set up the fight. Thanks for showing me uh, what you got. Uh, and then they're kind of happy. The Chinese Shaolin monks are kind of happy because Chinghua's managed to rip the back of the the Japanese guy's shirt. Yeah, he's taking a bit of a bit of his cloth. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, hey, there's a cheap shot. That's gonna hey, be good. Just, he's gonna be shitty about that here. Um, this has got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but we look at that screen. Oh, surprise, Christian! Surprise! <laughs> if you look at the screen there, it looks that C looks like an eyebrow piercing that's stuck in the. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of that then. Yeah, get rid of the screen. It looks like fucking shot from Rambo Four, right there. That's Rambo Four. Get rid of this screen, Nathan. It's too distracting. Sorry, guys, we're getting distracted. Foreign correspondent Nathan Smith. This ancient lone cub wolf samurai's got a piercing, and it's just throwing me off. 
We like we, we like goldfish. Our attention span is like three seconds long. Ooh, a rat. What are we talking about again? Uh, okay. So, uh, we're introducing the a Japanese superhero martial arts character. Okay? The character of Hashimoto. Who get, who shown, I thought he was a chick because he was wearing the shortest freaking short shorts. It's a robe. Ooh, baby, short shorts. It's a robe that goes up to basically like his pubes. They're yeah, so he's, high. He's just, like, it's, it's like in a lot of these, uh, in, a lot of, in a lot of the Japanese films, like people don't seem to be wearing pants. No, he's not wearing any pants. And he's just walking with his hands in his robes. Yeah, he looks gangster as fuck. He does. He he don't give a shit. His legs are beautiful. This, and he, this he's, is prove- he's introduced surrounded by children hitting each other with kendo sticks. Yeah, there's like this kids playing this these drills, and this is to prove how good he is. The, one of the kids hits one of the other kids, and obviously gets the better of him. Yeah, so Fatty hits this skinny kid. <laughs> it is Fatty. It is Fatty, and he hits the skinny kid. And the skinny kid's like ah. And Fatty's like, "Ah, oh, you're such a pussy," and uh, <laughs> and that's when Hashimoto is like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" And he goes to the skinny kid. He's like, "Come here, come here!" And everybody else, all the other kids, are like, "Ooh, he's getting special training." Yeah, they're giving him shit because he's just getting a couple of whispers in his ear. And then uh, Fatty goes, "Hey, come back here, come back here!" And skinny kid goes over there with I his kendo the stick. Shit out of him! Oh, it was fantastic. He just wails on this fat kid, just boosh, 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 until the fat kid actually gets hurt so much and he runs away. Yeah, and everybody laughs. Yeah, everybody. Fuck that kid. Yeah, because mobs are so fickle, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bully anybody. Switch allegiance. Yeah, yeah. That kid beat that other kid with a stick. Ha ha ha. Community service. He now. beat that kid back. Yeah. Community service announcement: bullying is not cool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the fat kid's trending. The trend's moving. So that 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 kind of proves that Hashimoto is he kind of knows his shit. And right? he's the and the way you know he's not a bad guy is that he's introduced around a whole bunch of children. Yeah, and he's smiling. And he's a nice guy. He is a nice. And, guy. And everybody in the room was in our room was like. Wait a minute! Isn't this guy going to be the bad guy? Yeah, this is like a jewel this... to the death. Somebody he has done... shifty eyes. Somebody done gonna die. Don't have no shifty eyes. <laughs> you need the guy doing the dog thing. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> anyway, he gets called to. Uh, it's supposed to be the Shogun, so he goes and sees the Shogun and gets told he's going to be the dude. You're yeah, going to be the guy. He's a representative yeah. of Japan, and he gets given the holy sword of Japan. Yep. Which I can only imagine is like a sword that was pissed on by the Shogun or something. It's like <laughs> yep. this incredible holy sword, you know. Special blessing. Yeah. And I jizzed on the handle. That's how you know it's a holy sword. It had extra grass. Yeah. <laughs> and Hashimoto is looking at it in disgust and loathing and going, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And then he leaves the room and then all the ninjas come in and then that guy comes in, like yeah. a wandering monk, and then you're like, oh, snap, he's the bad guy. Well, he gets given some special instructions, but yeah. we don't know what they are. Fucking win. Yeah, well, I guess. I guess. Uh, Cheat if you must. <laughs> so the um, Hashimoto is in. He's at a party. Is and you, you mentioned that this is a movie that was shot in both Japan and China. I believe it was. Yeah, I believe that that was one of the things that made it expensive. I could be wrong, but I remember reading that somewhere. Well, some of the a lot of the wide shots are actually like of Japanese type buildings. Yeah. So you know, location looked fantastic, um, and it was an outside shot of like a big palace type thing where Hashimoto's having his party. Yeah. And everybody's getting fucking wasted. On everybody's that. on the sake. Yeah, presumably sake. They were in like little little bottles. Yeah, I sake guess. bottles. Yeah. And this is what I love about this. Like these guys are so drunk and fooling around and jumping around and being crazy and shit. When they throw their, they're literally throwing sake at their face. Yes. Like, it's not. I don't think it's any going in their mouth. It must be absorbed through the skin, <laughs> like or something, because they're literally 
putting their head back and just throwing their all up, pouring it, straight to pour it in their mouth. It's going in their nose, their eyes, all over their down their chest, and you know how they're getting this drunk. They must have gone through a shitload of sake. I think so. I think they've been watching Drunken Monkey, and they're like, "Well, that's how people drink booze, goddammit. The only just time you see, face. the only time you see anybody actually drink anything is the grandmaster walks in the room and holds up a shot for the. Um, the the representative and everyone drops their knees. <gasps> master, yeah, that was cool. That's cool. And he picks it up and just takes a shot. And the master goes, big smile, and walks off. Doesn't say shit. Oh, he does. He, he's like, we rely on you to to not fuck up, dishonor. Yeah, not, and, not and fuck up, sh- and show how awesome our um our dojo is. I suppose. Yeah, like you you Ryo are the pride. Pin. You are the pride of you this take country. Take us with you. Yeah. And then he's, you know, as fucked up as Hashimoto probably is from this sake, immediately he is just like at attention. He's like, yes, sensei. He's like fucking downing this shot. And he's like, yeah. And as soon as the master leaves, he's like, hey, everybody, let's get he fucked does up. Stop, he does stop drinking. Then. Well, he, yeah, then he leaves. He's, he's about like, to oh, leave. I, bet, I guess I better get ready for my fucking trials. Yeah, so he leaves. Everybody's like, nah, nah, man, come on back in. And he's like, like, they don't understand. Yeah, they don't at understand. At the same time, like I kind of get them, but he's in Japan, right? It's going to take him like six weeks to get where the fuck he has to go. Yeah. Like he can get a hangover. He's allowed to have a hangover tomorrow. Because it's going to take time. Yeah. yeah. They haven't got that direct flight yet. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ain't well, no direct flight to Beijing yet. So, yeah. Walk on water and shit. He's real, he's real kind of like, he's chill. He's walking through the streets by himself, which is actually pretty bright considering it's nighttime. I don't think there were that many lights. Well, I don't know where I don't know where this is supposed to be, but it's probably a city. Yeah, they're not streets like it's our Edo, streets. man. No, it's Edo, probably. Yeah. Hey. The Shogun, I assume it's Edo. Like lanterns and shit that they. Like. Yeah, man, that, yeah. that was a, that place was a city. Yeah, all right. Not at sixteen hundred though. I don't think that was well, just. No, let's just keep. Going. There's nobody in the street, and yeah. then let's uh, say Kyoto. Let's say Kyoto. Right. Yeah, it looks it looks like a Russian. Maybe met the emperor, yeah. not the Shogun. Yeah, it's it's really nice, and uh, he's walking through the street. And then all of a sudden, there's like a, a guy dressed in like an oni mask, um, and you don't know who it is, but he's got like a big uh, what do you call those spears with a sword on them? A sword spear? Let's just call it a sword spear. Let's call it a sword spear. And a Nagita, Nagata, whatever it is, and it starts with an N. Fuck it. Oh really? Go. I'm gonna call it a spear pole. The, Wait, pole spear? Oh, pole sword. I want to say the ghost sword pole. mask. Best weapon ever. What are you gonna, gonna, gonna call, it? call it? The ghost mask. The ghost mask. That motherfucker's an Oni. He's yeah, a big nose. Yokai. He looks a bit like uh, Quagmire from Family Guy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's a, he's got the chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> giggity, giggity, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> With my pole sword. <laughs> yeah, back to the game. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how a fucking Quagmire would fight you. Yeah, giggity, giggity, giggity. Um, With a pole sword. With a pole sword. Uh, and, and STDs. Uh, so he runs in. This guy runs in. and he's wearing a pole sword? Pole sword. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got plus, the clap. <laughs> plus three poison damage for every strike. So this guy's got like this pole sword and he rushes in from behind Hashimoto and Hashimoto is like, fuck this. And he jumps in the air. And what follows next is actually a real, it's short, but it's a really well choreographed, well executed piece of swordplay. Yeah, it's like maybe seven play. or eight strokes. Yeah, so um, Hashimoto draws his sword. This, I love this about I like Japanese. That, that but it's not Japanese. He, he didn't just use the sword, he used the wakisashi as well. Like yeah, he wakisashi. stabbed him with the other one. Yeah, oh, well, so what happens is um, Hashimoto does like a quick draw and it's the, you know, like the holding of the sword and the stance to generate that, um, the, the speed of the blade. And he basically, I think in midair, he jumps through and he slices um, through the other guy's pole sword and cuts him in half. And then, like, while the guy's behind him, he gets out his wazikashi and he stabs him from behind. And he's like... Some yeah. Yoshimoto shit. Yeah, he's I'm like... Attacking. 
you done. You done. He doesn't even turn around. He doesn't even look. He's like slowly like cleaning off his swords and shit. If this is not if this is now he'd be walking away from an explosion. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's exactly what that is. That is walking away from an explosion. And he's putting his swords away and almost as an afterthought he just glances behind him kind of just to go, "Yeah, I fucked you up." Uh, but then he realizes that the guy is actually his master. His master had he to was fucking testing teach him, him. Yeah. one last lesson about how to fuck people up. It's a fucking harsh lesson because if he'd lost, he'd <laughs> be fucking dead. Well, if he'd lost, he wouldn't be worthy. He, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you dishonor the clan, you're fucking dead. So, this is the great thing about this scene. This is the setting up the differences between the two clans. The first one, the, bunk, the monks are like, if you really wish to, we want to avoid fighting. And this guy's like, as he's dying, he rushes to his master. like, no, tell me the code. And the code is basically, fuck everybody up. <laughs> be the best you can be. You take you no die. mercy. And kill the, the gods in your way. Kill the best. Yeah, that, that's cool. Kill everything in your way. And that, that kind of sets the scene. So, I mean, like, the whole point of what Hashimoto is trying to do is bring honor to Japan and the clan by having this honorable duel, yeah. right? Like, that, that's what he's been raised to do. Um, and then we flick yeah. to Lord of the Sword, Ching Wang, seeing his uh, master, who's like a fucking drunken monkey hermit motherfucker. Well, this guy looks like he's kind of like a two. He's like a beggar so type character, yeah. right? Yeah, and he's like got this like ball. I think patch he asked for five bucks and shit. This yeah. is not, like I, a, I just want to point out this ball patch is not a real ball patch. It's no. like someone's got some bald looking head material and just put it on top of his hair. Yeah. It doesn't even look like a good fake wig. It's like a bad Klingon costume. Yeah, it looks awful. Yeah. And he's like jumping around in the trees. And I know he's kind of supposed to be comedy relief. Oh, he's comedy relief. He hits his balls. Yeah. It, it's ter- <laughs> It's just terrible. He's got a talking um, cocky. So, <laughs> so he got a talking bird. Which giggity, is a, giggity. A, a white cockatoo. And um, yeah, it's a really well-trained bird, to be honest with you. Like, there's probably seven birds, and they all died if they didn't perform on camera. <laughs> After they killed and the sixth like, one, the one, the seventh one said, "Yep, yeah, I'll do this." One. And the Lord of the Sword is constantly talking to him and like talking to the birds, like, "Hi, how you doing, bird?" And the birds are, like, yeah. and, and, "Oh, the bird's supposed to be speaking." It says things like, "Don't trust him, don't trust and him." Instead of instead of getting a test, the dude's like, "Man, you better not bring shame to me. I'm hoping you bring me in some cash. Yeah, I the- need some money." So the premise is that this guy, used, this guy used to be uh, Ching Wan's master, and then Ching Wan went to le- uh, learn some techniques from the Shaolin monks, uh, and now Ching Wan, uh, Ching Wan's sensei, this I don't know what is he like a drunken, I don't know what drug he is. addict, He's I don't hard, know. I don't... Yeah, I wanted to see the story about him, man. Him being a weirdo in the forest, <laughs> not talking mu- to his birds. There's not much uh, backstory on him, otherwise the fact that he used to be. And the, in the beginning of the of the film, like the the grand master of the monks goes, like you should make peace with your your old master before you do this. So mm. I don't know. They don't really follow up much more. I'd be, about I'd, that. I would not be surprised if there's a level of abuse that took place, <laughs> sexual or otherwise, in that relationship. Oh, that dear guy Lord. looks like a fucking terrible person. He does look like a creepy dude. Yeah. When he showed up, actually, I was reminded of our movie idea, Nathan. Hi, monkey. Uh, a movie about a uh, martial artist who has incredible martial arts powers when he's high. Yep, that's a good idea. Yeah, because that's what this guy seems like. Yeah. He seems like he a guy He seems who's like just, he's fucking on shrooms. He's just on cocaine, just nonstop. Um, so I, I don't know what the purpose of that is. Maybe just to show that this... Well, it's, it's, I think it's supposed to play off the difference between like the Japanese dude was like, you were going to go out and you're going to fucking do so this honor shit. Bound? And I'm going to test you and I'm going to die in the face of testing you. And yeah. this other guy is like a lecherous piece of shit. <laughs> 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 who just wants money and fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and then do we cross over to the uh, this other town in China? Yeah, where like, people so are gathering. People, I think it's like the beginning of the sort of. I guess there's a festival for this. Yeah, thing. the jewel. And there's like Japanese people coming into town, and there's trumpeteers, and there's plays going on about the jewel, and yeah. there's some Punch and Judy shit going on. These are the greatest puppeteers I've ever seen in my life eh, for what they do. I, I don't. This is like better than Strassman. This is one old guy with two hand puppets. <laughs> yeah, but he's like he's doing like a fight, and he cuts off all the clothes and makes them naked. Yeah, it's like, and that that may sound a bit dodgy, but you got to see it, eh? Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. It's better than Team America. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> anyway, in this scene, they introduce a whole bunch of people who never get looked at ever again. But it's a good setup, though, yeah. because they they so in this Chinese town, there's now two. What are they? Ronin Japanese? Yeah, there's like th- I don't know if they're Ronin. They might be know. in the they pay could be, of the shogun. They could be samurai or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they're walking around town, just causing mischief. And just looking disdainfully at all the other Chinese people. And the Chinese people are looking disdainfully back. They're just yeah. like, I don't serve Japanese people. And these guys are like, fuck you. Man, I've come all this way. Yeah. yeah Give right. me a fucking pork chop. <laughs> so they, then they are introduced. They're not introduced, but they, the shot goes over to a few martial artists at a table. There's like three of them. Like one yeah, guy's and, got... they, and they've all got like, they, they look like they're out of an anime. They all look like they're ready to, like, they yeah. look like they're going to have a story about them. They all have different attire. They're like one of the dirty Looks dozen. like a strong man. One, yeah. of them's, one of them's got like silver hair. Yeah, he's got one arm out of his clothes. And another guy looks like, you know, a big, you know, pole fighter. And then there's a chick who's dressed like a man. Uh, and she looks like she knows her business as well. And so they just glance over these people, and then they the shot goes over to this uh, Punch and Judy, uh, what are they, like puppet show. Yeah. And the puppet show is, exactly what it is. is representing uh, the Chinese representative and the Japanese representative. And the Chinese, obviously, because in China, the Chinese representative is kicking the shit out of the Japanese puppet. Uh, cuts off all his clothes. Yeah, cuts off all his clothes, embarrasses him, and the Japanese puppet is now naked and then gets run off screen. And then, you know, close curtains. And then you hear this, and the guy, the old man who was uh, doing the show, he's dead. He's been stabbed to death by these Japanese guys who had been watching the show. And they were offended. Because he's in a booth, they stab him through the bat, and he falls through the booth, knocking the booth down onto the the wreckage, and he's he's down. He's just like, can you not hit better? Yeah. So he knocks the booth down against over behind. He's in this little booth and knocks it down. So he's got um, he's on the ground, and then like they're all like, <gasps> and everyone draws their swords ready to go, and then the girl dresses a man jumps in. Well, the lady. The, so the old man's wife. Let's be fair, man. Let's be fair. Everybody dresses the fucking same because they all look like women. Well, see, you were saying, like, this is a woman. And I'm like, well, no, she's dressed like a man. And by wushu movie conventions, anyone who's dressed like a man, be they women with size triple E breasts, is confused for a man. That is true. But at the same time, the hero of the movie, the Lord of the Sword, is just almost exactly the same. Yeah, and people think he's a man. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know the difference, except one of them has boobs. Well, anybody that is wearing that Cheong Sum is a man. All technically, right? right? right. Well, well, well. Anyway, so this this girl, this lady, she shows up on the scene, and there's an old woman who's distraught because her husband's just been killed, and the 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 young swordstress, let's call her, uh, she Ching Lam, isn't it? Sorry, is no it Ching Lam, no Ching La- Sing. Wow, oh, you've got me confused now. No Ching Ching Wan is the main hero. The no, main no, character. but isn't her name her Lam? Name's Sing Lam. Oh, Sing Sing Lam. Sing Lam. Sing Lam. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, or Sheng Nan. That's what it says here. But Sing Lam is what the movie said. That's yeah. what they were saying. Um, so, uh, Ching Wan and Sing Lam. Jeez, that's going to be confusing. Yeah, let's just know what Lord of the Sword uh, and Chick. So, Lord of the Sword <laughs> and Chick. Uh, let's call her Sing. <laughs> Chick Sing, Sing and Ching. 
Okay, so Singh shows up and she hands the old lady her sword. And she says to the old lady, just hold this out here. And the old lady's shaking and she's got yeah. this sword pointed out in front of her. And she didn't know what the fuck she's doing. And uh, and then Singh says to the Japanese dude, she's like... Blood for blood, motherfucker. Yeah, blood for blood. Yeah, eye for an eye. And the two Japanese guys are kind of laughing. And they look evil as shit. They look like the Japanese guys from Fist of Fury, right? They're just like dirty troublemakers. And one of them tries to draw his sword, and Singh rushes over, pushes the sword back into its scabbard, draws the other sword, and slices him over the fucking neck, and he's dead. And then she pushes the other guy towards the old lady, and he gets impaled by her sword. And everybody's like... Because the other three heroes who are at the table came down to have a look as well, and they're just like, oh, yeah, good job, good job. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And, uh, and that's when Ching uh, shows up, and uh, Singh gives him shit. She's just like... What point is having a sword if you're not going to use it? Bitch! Those other three guys, they run down, and you know why they're relieved? Because the, the guy who's got the silver hair goes, man, my sword's fake. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> my sword's not even real. I don't use a sword. My um, hair does the work for me. Getting the ladies. And so now we go across over to Hashimoto, who has somehow swum from Japan, I assume. Yeah, he's in the middle of a fucking desert. Yeah. He's oh, walking. Best fucking shot that we've seen yeah, in the, the Asian movie. action cinema cast. That's not true. It's no? the best shot we've seen in a Hong Kong Asian cinema. Nah, okay, best one I've seen today. Yeah. And he, so it's, it's a shot of him, and I just want to set the scene up. So it's a shot of him, and it's a wide shot. With but his bamboo from- hat. Bamboo hat, and it's a low shot on the ground, and then you've got the heat shimmer coming off from the desert, and it's just, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. It's what I imagine the uh, opening scene to The Gunslinger would be. It's, you know what it is? It's a Hong Kong version of a Japanese trope stolen from a Western. That is perfect. That is exactly That's what it is. It's exactly what it that is. That is exactly what Anyone it is. Anyone who says multiculturalism is dead, fuck you. <laughs> it's a circle. It's a circle of A circle of, of appropriation. Um, so he's walking towards the, uh, the camera and he's like a wandering samurai, I That's guess. That's what he looks like. That's what he looks like. And he's wearing this beautiful, like, red... I want to ask you a question here. Yes. Where do you think he is carrying all of his additional clothes? That he is what I was... numerous times in this film. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's walking by himself. He's not carrying any bags. And somehow he's got four or five additional changes in clothes. I, I can. Well, and, one of them. And they're multiple layered clothes. Well, one of them looks like a newspaper, so I assume that he. Just... I assume he got them as gifts from the ladies. Yeah, possibly. I yes. assume that the ninjas brought them for him. Oh, that's if well. you're going to fight for us, you must look pretty. Yeah, the ninjas harden up their asses because that's right. Well, they have the ability. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ninjas are fucking awesome in this movie. I tell you, uh, we haven't gotten into any ninja bits yet. Only so, the very beginning. Yeah. So the samurai guy, he Hashimoto, he's walking through. And uh, he stops to get, like, a drink out of, uh, I don't know, like a stream. A stream. And uh, this horse shows up, and on it is this uh, woman who's... Same woman. Well, she's wearing something on her head, so I didn't recognize her. That's fine. Um, She's got a headband. Yeah. That makes a different. That's a different woman. And she's she's saying, like, hey, you must be the representative from Japan. And he's like, I don't think he says anything. And she's like, you must be the representative. I'm here to fuck you up. And the guy's like, I'm only going to fight one person while I'm here. And, And she's like... Yeah, me. <laughs> so she jumps <laughs> off her horse and she immediately starts attacking and him. And she instantly gets beaten. Oh, he's so good. He's just like, you know, maybe five moves. Yeah. No, it's more than five moves, but yeah. he makes the point that like he can get through every one of her, like he evades her defenses instantly. Yeah. He's he's pretty amazing. And then he ends it by going, I don't fight women. Yeah. And I think uh, Christian, you said, what do you just do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's like a... a Almost a three-minute fight scene. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, <clears throat> he gets some distance to me. I don't fight women. It's like, yeah. you don't fight women, you wouldn't have drawn your fucking sword. 
But you are a woman. You got long Maybe. hair and you wear short skirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a sexy kimono. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, I think she, that's it. She just leaves. Yeah, really. is this when we get a, the, one of the first ninja scenes? Yeah. Giant ninja? Uh, With the no, 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 not giant Oh, ninja, no, yeah. we get the lady. Again, yeah. it goes to darkness instantly. Because she shows up at the beach where the ninjas have hidden the scroll from and the And the ninjas are going to get the scroll again for yeah. some reason. I don't know how they found it, though. Well, I don't know how they found well, it. I assume one of them ran away. They're fucking ninjas. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they both agreed. They're like, hey, this spot here, this spot yeah. here, Greg, this is where we're going to hide it. All right? <laughs> yep. Okay, Dave. Yeah. Um, so all these ninjas are like, there's tons of ninjas to dig this shit up. Uh, and they dig it up and then they, they wet the scroll. I, I like to think that if they had only sent two, they would have gotten away with it. If they'd only sent two, yeah, they didn't need to get that many. Uh, but the, the, the chick sings, she shows up and she's fighting all of these ninjas. Pretty good fight scene, but she is losing. Oh, she lost. Yeah. She, she's about to be killed by all these ninjas. And then all of a sudden Ching shows up. And Ching is fighting all of these ninjas too. And we immediately said, didn't he just leave the Shaolin Monastery? Yeah, isn't Why he is a he completely back? different place at this point? Yeah. Ah, uh, let's give that Why up. Why did he come back? To rescue her, presumably. Yeah. So he managed to fight off the, the ninjas, and uh, but they've already got the scrolls. So There's one really cool thing in here. They, like, they get her and they tie her up. And then like it's all pretty quick. Oh, they yeah. tie her up and they start dragging her and one of them puts the sword in the ground like they're going to cut her in half. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I said it was like the Kung Lao fatality. They're yeah, pulling her towards this sword. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. I good also pull. liked the bit where um, she was fighting him and she, she like kind of tried to get away behind the boat. But as soon as she stepped one step behind, a ninja just appears out of the dirt. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, the... yeah. There's a lot of ninjas hiding in dirt in this movie. Fantastic. Jumping out of the ground. I don't know. They didn't have time to dig them they in They did, though, because they're ninjas. They're yeah. just... They just do it. The, ninja, do it. the ninja work in this film is, is, is top-notch. I think it's probably the best I've ever seen um, in, in a movie that was done before 1990. It's um, really good. I would think that ninjas would be really good construction workers. They, they know how to lay down a lot of groundwork, <laughs> get things done before the show. And they're motivated. And they're motivated. And they don't ask questions. No, they just do what they're told. They, they just do what they're told. They have no qualms. Excellent I don't care how you do it. Yeah. But I want you to kill this person and I want you to just be there for four years before. I feel like they've built tunnels under there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were setting that shit up. You know, like if you said, hey, you ninjas, I need a two story house. Okay, four by two. Just make it. I need it done by yesterday. And ninja construction, they wouldn't even say yes or no. They'd and it'd just, be quiet too. It'd be done. And you know the best part? They'd just get Daryl to put the roof on. Yeah. And they'd, there'd be an explosion of smoke and they'd be like, shit, the house is done. How'd you do that? <laughs> So, yeah, the ninjas Actually, were... what they would do is they would remove a folding screen of some trees and there'd already be a house there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I didn't even know I wanted that house, but here it is. <laughs> so, uh, after they uh, finished with this battle scene, she and... Um, so, Sing and Ching end up just chatting in a, fi- like in a fireplace. Yeah. And uh, we thought that they were going to have sex, but they didn't. Um, and he's like, why do you dress like a man? And I can't remember what the fucking reason was why she dresses like a man. Because she's gangster. She's gangster. She changes her outfit like all the time. What? She puts a headband on. You know the- what? They change their outfits every day like a real person would. It's it's not that exciting. Ah. Was it at that point that he figures out that she's like the female heir to some famous Chinese sword? Yeah, the House of Swords yeah. or something. That's right. where they fight. That's where the whole fight goes down. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the duel's supposed to happen. That's who's hosting the duel. Uh, I would assume that they would be hosting it in Japan and China. They'd take I'd turns. They'd probably take turns. You know, Maybe. yeah. Like, I don't know. No, I know? don't think they do take turns. No, I think just it's explain, a Chinese thing. Explain, because what happens is both of them arrive at this place, all right, 
and the the grandmaster who's looking after him is fishing in the middle of a pond um, on this crappy raft, right? And they both he they both go to jump on his his um, raft, and he throws a, a line out and pulls it out of their reach so they can land in the water. They both do this thing where um, one throws his sword in the water and jumps off that sword while enough momentum to propel him over to the raft while keeping his sword back out of the water. And the second guy jumps in the air, pulls his sword out, jumps off his sword in the midair to get more propellant. They both land sitting on the on the raft. Now, it's explained there that what happens is um, they're walking down through the tunnel and they're saying, like, oh, this is what happens. Every year, you know, people, every 10 years, people come here, they get the name inscribed on this thing. But her great great grand or her great grandfather won the temple uh, won the match and they've won, won the first one yeah, and they've won every year since that's why it's still there oh i see so whoever wins gets to keep it in their hometown yeah yeah oh, shit that seems a bit unfair seems a bit unfair but there home what court a, advantage home court advantage so this is when um sing, ching sing and hashimoto have ended up in the same place and uh, now they're setting up everything to do with the fight and this is when you start to get a little bit of backstory about all the other stuff that's been going on, right? So this wandering monk from Japan, he's starting to look a bit shifty. And all of a sudden, you see uh, one of the Shaolin monks riding on a horse when you hear this like, doo, doo. and immediately I was thinking like, oh my God, it's a Megazord. It's like, it's, it's, it's transforming. Yeah. Well, oh, sorry, he's walking. And you hear this like thud, like this big giant's coming. And then I thought, Nah, that's stupid. There's not going to be a big monster or a dinosaur or something. That's so retarded. And then there's a massive shadow. And I thought, what is going on? And then it, it zooms out and there is a massive ninja. Daryl. Daryl the ninja. Daryl the massive ninja. is huge. And they actually show like a side-by-side shot of this massive ninja standing next to the monk who's tiny, like the size of a child. And I thought, where the hell did they get a massive ninja from? And this ninja is just like the shot. The camera shot is looking up into this massive ninja, and he's the size of a building. And then all of a sudden, the in the shadow, the ninja dissipates and splits into five different ninjas, and they all jump away. And we were like, "Holy shit!" They've combining got ninja, combining ninjas. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Definitely yeah. something I have not seen in a movie before. Ninja Devastator, and <laughs> this guy is like this monk is trying to fight all these ninjas. But they, uh, and this is this is where Nathan was so excited because he was like, "Man, ninjas will do any shit to get the job done." Because while this monk is fighting these ninjas, and he's doing a pretty good job, like he's holding them all off, and he's just got his uh, his Shaolin staff, he cuts one of the ninjas' clothes off, like he slices them, or maybe maybe the ninja does it purposely, removes their clothes, and it's a female ninja, and she's naked. It's a she, and she's naked, and immediately the Shaolin monk is like covering his eyes. He's like, "Oh." You know, he's saying, Buddha be praised. Yeah, Buddha be praised. Amitofu, Buddha be praised. Well, he's saying Buddha be praised. We're going, we're, <laughs> who made this thing? We're saying Golden Harvest be praised. <laughs> Golden Harvest be praised. Some boobies. Titillation. And so the they draw this net over the monk and they basically capture him. You don't know whether he's been killed or not, but you just know that he that the ninjas have now got their way. But this is where the greatest thing, like all you needed to do to conquer China back in the 1600s was a net. They had a net the size of China and put it over China. China would be helpless. Well, because you also this man need a naked can, woman. Who can fight all these ninjas and do all this outlandish shit can't get through a net. That, that, that's what I love about this. Well, that, yeah, they could have poisoned him. Who knows? Who knows? All we know is that he was overcome by a net and a naked girl. As we all would be, Christian. That was my last Saturday night. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bondage. Bondage. Anyway. 
Anyway. Anywho. So, so, so moving along. Uh, I did like that bit, though. It's very... Um, it wasn't expected. I do like... like It, it just shows that the, the ninjas are willing to do shit that's underhanded. Yeah. yeah well, that's what ninjas do. And right? then, they, they get the job done. Yeah. Ninja constructions. So... We've got like the uh, Daryl could definitely lift some fucking two by fours. Daryl the ninja, built fast. Daryl ninja, he's a constructor con, right? And they wouldn't do it in view either because ninjas work under the cover of darkness. Yeah. So I like the idea. We should we should run with this ninja fucking construction crew a bit ninja longer. Construction. Would they actually build the house, or would you open the door and realize that the door is made of ninjas? Like, would the whole house just be? <laughs> <laughs> Every time you turn the shower on, be like, nice. Like, with five five thousand ninjas, uh, every drop's a ninja, just flipping out. <laughs> <laughs> they just spit yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah, Ninja uh, St- Ninja Steve, whose job is to be the toilet. Oh, every, there's, there's, there's a later scene where they've built essentially a giant fucking hole in this underneath this house. I'm like fucking ninjas, it's they bad. get the shit done. They man. get everything done. So now that we're set, we're spending a bit of time now to uh, talk about Hashimoto and uh, Ching Wan. And their philosophy. This is where the movie slows down a little bit for a few. It, it kind of needs break. to though. It kind of there needs is to. there is the bit um, where. Where Hashimoto and the wandering Japanese monk have a little bit of a chat, like, my job is to fucking, like, make you win and, like, do the, do for the, like, do for the Shogun, essentially. Yeah, the monk is... Well, my job is to do the duel, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, well, Hashimoto is like, I'm the one doing the fighting, like, what are you doing? Nothing. And the the ninja monk is just like... I've got all these clothes for you. (laughs) I had to carry your dress. Fucking put it on. (laughs) Kimono. That's the part where he actually begins to tell him about... The grand plan for the for the um the whole thing, and he basically says you have to throw this fight, you have to lose. No, he doesn't no, say no, here. No, yeah, this is a little bit so long. What this kind of sets up the personalities, and this is when we realise there may be two protagonists. So <laughs> they've got the two guys protagonists. Protagonists. They got the two guys. Thank you, Christian. They got the two guys, and they're having dinner with uh, the Master Chung, who is Sing's dad, mm-hmm. and Sing's there, and also the the ninja monk. And they're all having tea, and they're all drinking, eating this beautiful food. And that's when they have a couple of exchanges, like uh, the Sing. She makes a comment because uh, the the monk says, "Oh, you Chinese have such amazing food." And uh, Sing says, "That's probably why you Japanese are always stealing our shit." <laughs> fucking rude as fuck. Yeah, they're, they're both being like real rude to each other. And that's when Hashimoto, showing his his you know his class, he says, "Hey, look." We all hate pieces of shit. Yeah, everybody has a black sheep, man. But, you know, let's let's look past that because for the majority... Oh, did you miss the explosions? What explosions? The reason that this is very uncomfortable is because ninjas try and kill them in a graveyard and there's explosions. Oh, shit. Okay, let's go back to that. <laughs> yeah, go, take it. All right, so they're, like, they're having a, like Hashimoto and the Lord of the Sword having a chat in the graveyard for the people who have died in the in the duel in previous years, previous decades. And they're having this, like, long, drawn-out bunch of bullshit. Ninjas fucking attack. There are goddamn shurikens flying. Oh, it's fantastic. There's fucking, like, it is a great fight scene. There's lots of flying. There's lots of, like, shurikens going everywhere. Like, some guy cuts off half a tree to throw in front of him to stop all the shurikens. There's people disappearing into... Like leaves and reappearing. Oh, that's, it's the, that's fucking... the one where he cuts a, he literally cuts a ninja in half. Yeah. yeah. And right there's down. another ninja behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like a, a fake body. It's, it's a fucking decoy cool ninja. As shit. It's a decoy ninja. Yeah. It's it's super good. Like, and this whole scene is like super ninja. So the ninjas, like, they, they throw leaves everywhere and to throw them off the fact that they're throwing like a whole shitload of shurikens. Yeah. And it's just like raining shuriken. And it's just they. That's when um, what's his name, uh, Lord of the Sword, Ching Wan. He cuts that bark off the tree and holds it in ahead of him, on uh, above him, 
and he I gets think we might get, be getting too interconnected here because there's the explosions, which doesn't go very long. Mm. Then there's the dinner scene. Then he then Hashimoto finds out the the like there's a poison there's a poison at dinner. They yeah. try and poison Lord of the Sword. Well, yeah, because there's a ninja that drops a piece of string down from the roof in a gap in the roof. This is really well done too. Um, and there's a drip of poison just running down this 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 thread, almost yeah. invisible thread, yeah. down into the teacup. Yeah, so it doesn't drip. And this is when this is the scene where Hashimoto is and and Ching Wen are both talking about like this duel isn't necessary. Like you know we're, we're better than this philosophical bullshit. Yeah, they're both so they're both on the same page. They both have honourable uh, values, right? Yeah. And uh, this is when Hashimoto is the first to realise this poison is dripping into the cup. And then the ninja monk notices that he notices and Hashimoto actually stands up to stop him from drinking this tea. Yep. And that's when the ninja monk like puts his tea in front of Hashimoto to stop him and say, hey, cheers, as if to say, don't you fucking do it. And uh, Hashimoto kind of defers to him, right? Yeah, but fucking Lord of the Swords seen that shit already. Yeah, he's about to drink it and he's like, perfectly waste of good tea. And he puts it down. And then that's when Sing One's like, oh, what the fuck? And she's ready to jump up and, uh, and Lord of Swords like, nah, he's, he's gone. already gone. He's gone. fucking ninja. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot Off of... Off to his next carpeting, carpentry job. <laughs> <laughs> well, ninjas. Ninjas work's never done. Um, and I'm going to be a coat rack in Seattle in five hours. <laughs> and that's when, uh, that's when uh, Hashimoto and the ninja monk are both having an argument. They're like, how the fuck can you do this? Like, this is so dishonorable. And the ninja monk's like, fuck you, I got a job to do. Like, I'm here to win, motherfucker. And, he, and then he also lets on to his second plot, which is to steal all the martial artists from uh, China to bring back to Japan to make them teach them the ways so they can take over the world. It's fantastic. I mean, that's the plot of Last Samurai, isn't it? That's that you're going to get some, like, you know, American heroes. So here they're trying to get all the Chinese because they want the Chinese Kung Fu. Yeah. Right? That- and there's a really great scene of fucking ninjas, like, jumping through trees carrying palanquins. Like the things that carry people, like I remember that. that you don't remember? It's fucking towards great, the end, man. That that plot you're actually talking about is actually the plot for Dead or Alive, the movie. <laughs> I mean, actually, seri- seriously, with that chick from My Name Is Earl in it. Yeah. All right. Did you want to talk about the scene with the ninjas on kites? Oh, that's pretty great. That that is, re- it's yeah. They you see these ninjas floating through there on these big white square kites, and they're flying through the air at night time. No, it's during the day. Is it during the day? Yeah, it's during the you day. You can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and ninjas at night. They, 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 what is they land on their feet and they spin the kite to, to get out of it. It's like, just even though you can see, you can see wires everywhere, it's really well done. It's one of those just awesome scenes that, again, the ninja work in this film, like, I think you Top said Top notch. Best. Yeah, you, it makes this film. Yeah, just, oh, the ninja stuff is amazing. Like, honestly, it's, I want more Because you don't ninjas. see a lot of that stuff any, like, even not even anymore, but ever really, yeah. like the, the 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 bodies within bodies and like that yeah. kind of stuff. It's not something that you see a lot. The last time I saw Ninja work this good was I think it was a Lone Wolf and Cubman where they're in the desert. Oh yeah, was it that was it Lone Wolf and Cubman? Yeah, yeah, where they jump out of the sand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's it's on. Oh, that was Shogun Assassin. That was, yeah, yeah, but that's Lone Wolf. And yeah, Cubman. Lone Wolf and Cubman. It's a yeah. cut up version of Lone Wolf. And Cubman. Yeah. yeah, that you know just really well done and creative, like. Guess you go, oh, wow, that, that's something new. I haven't seen that. It's yeah. not just the normal, like, I'm a ninja, here's a smoke bomb, here's a shuriken, I've got Although a Although they do use smoke bombs and shurikens a they lot. Do. They do. Like, it builds the mystique of the ninja, which I think is lost in recent years. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they use smoke bombs, but they don't use one. Maybe they use when we're seven. in Japan, we should go to Ego. Each. 
Mm. Go check out Ninja Town. No, I'll go anywhere where there's ninjas. All right. Well, that's a whole town built around ninjas. And, and not one friggin' turtle. In. That's what pisses me off. Not one fucking ninja turtle in this whole film. So the reason why the ninjas were attacking, they were actually attacking the heroes that we saw earlier in the film in the town because they're trying to get all of the master fighters from China and then take them back. Um, so we find this out later. And this is when uh, we a, a bit of the plot is revealed because then you know that Hashimoto is now aware that the ninja monk is dodgy. And that's when... There's a really good scene when he goes and confronts him in the forest and there's like a... The fire instantly starts and there's like fucking infinite ninjas yeah oh yeah behind yeah. him and then when that air cl- that bit ends it reverses it yeah the it, fire goes back out it reverses the fire and then there's a spotlight on him and it's really like-, like this film for a hong kong film has incredible use of light and shadow which makes me question whether or not they got a japanese uh, cinematographer on because a lot of the shots that they did were very reminiscent of the you know Japanese samurai flicks. Well, it's 1983. It makes me just wonder if someone was like, "I really like these fucking samurai movies. Let's try and do one." They did a good job. So whoever did the lighting in this film, I salute you. Good job. Um, so Hashimoto is obviously obviously in on the plot now. He knows what's going. On. He doesn't agree with it. Um, and Ching Wan is obviously he's he's a noble guy, so he doesn't necessarily agree with it either. Um, and he gets captured, doesn't he? Yeah. There's like. There's some kind of weird... I think this is where there's... Is this he where goes, he fights he goes, the ninjas? He goes back to the House of the Sword mm-hmm. and he comes across the, the, That's the father right. with That's his right. legs cut off. Oh, yeah, shit. And it's like the ninjas have attacked the compound and killed everyone there. Yeah, Master Chung is lying there with his legs all bleeding and stumpy. Yep. And he goes in the house and then he sees that Sing Wan is there and there's like she's fighting six or seven ninjas. And then you see one of the ninjas... Stab that motherfucker. Stab her. And, uh, and so Ching Wan, Lord of the Sword, jumps over and tries to save her. But it turns out there's a trap door underneath this house. Man, it's an infinitely big trap door too. It's there's huge. like fucking it's every... Like and then he, fall, he falls in there and he falls into a net. Yeah. And then you see, you see all these other masters all strung up. Like, in a, like a bondage like scene. In, in a spiderweb. It's like a spiderweb. In an S&M movie. Yeah. Like Venom is just like yeah. shot webs Kinky everywhere. Kinky shit. Yeah, I don't know why you're making this sexual, Nathan, but... It's you, funny. Yeah, you go for it. You that's go what, for it. That's what... The, the podcast is mildly humorous. Yeah. So, so Nathan reckons that there's jism all over this dark room and all of these uh, nin- these, these kung fu masters. Everything's a metaphor, you know. Yeah. yeah. Also, all of these kung fu masters are S&M'd and bondaged in this that's web right. of sticky... And I'm confused as to why he's having such a hard time getting out of this... Net. Net. Again, this- China would be fucked if anyone just threw a net over him. Uh, I, as I said... Nets, women and nets. Come on, they trap and she's you. sad about it. I don't. This is a bit. Well, she's still alive. It yeah, was no. a trap. It was she, a trap, and, it was and, a and that's what the dude. It's a trap. That's uh, what the, the, the dude. The dude comes in. Yeah, master. And it Chung. looks like he's walking without legs, and he goes, "Ha ha ha! You fell for the optical illusion." I've never had legs. But it's, <laughs> it's not like, just what? that. It's Your just joke's just that, on what? you. It's not just that he never had legs. He says, oh, I'm a cripple. Ha, ha, that's why I can't fight. And that's why I'm shitty with the whole of China because they won't let me fight because I've got no legs. I've been working with the Japanese. My fucking house of swords is not cool enough for China anymore. But the thing that bothers me about this is that lady got stabbed. That was not an optical well, illusion. It was a fake. You know, they didn't show you the stabbing and, mm. you know, it could have been faked. All yeah. right. So she was in on it. And he's got no legs. But she doesn't seem in on it in a, like in, a, in another five minutes later. Well, no, because she's saying like I've done all of this for you to, because she probably didn't realize that he was in league with the Japanese. He wasn't in league with the Japanese ninja uh, monk. Yeah. And she finds that out, and she's like, "Man, all the shit that I've done for you, and you're betraying China. Like you're betraying the country." And the guy's like, "You got no idea. Like you don't understand shit. 
you know, as, they as, fucked our family. Yeah, that's right. I got no legs, bitch. No legs. And she's like, you never had legs. I. The thing is, as we were watching the movie, I thought his whole thing was to get him and uh, her and Lord of the Sword together, so they could have some progeny, so that his like line would be fantastico. She wants to fight Hashimoto. She wants to be the representative. She does. Yeah, and I think maybe that's what like her dad was all about. He's like, oh yeah, you should be the one doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably why he's bitter. Manipulation. And anyway, so yeah. she goes and saves. Uh, yeah, she pissed off, real pissed off. Yeah, and she goes and saves the Lord she, of the Sword. Yeah. I like calling him Lord of the Sword. So he's Lord right. of the Sword, right? And he's every time he said, I imagine him dancing on his on his toes like river dance. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Dance. Uh, that's part of the reason um, I like it. <laughs> Everything comes back to Footloose. Um, so this <laughs> this guy is like he, <laughs> makes he, me think of Rick and Morty. He <laughs> he starts fighting uh, Master Chung, right? And Master Chung, with I mean, damn, he's wearing prosthetics, probably. And yeah, he well, is that's just, the point, right? Later on, he does get his legs cut out, and they're yeah. wood. He is fucking limber with that timber. Yeah, you know then she keeps saying. interfering. Like she doesn't want him to fight the dad, but she's fighting she's her dad. Fighting the dad. She's everybody's fighting everybody yeah. right now. It's yeah. pretty great. Yeah, and the choreography is really great. Like yeah, a three-way sword good. fight. It's probably the for the Chinese exclusive. Like, fight in this movie, it's very good. It's very, very good. Lots of really intricate swordplay. And then there's a there's a bit towards the end of the fight where um, he's standing in front of Sing, and Sing's dad dives at him with the sword lunge. And at the last moment, Lord of the Sword jumps out the way. Dad stabs his daughter, and then Lord of the Sword slices up and cuts his legs off his fake And tip. so his sword goes even deeper. Into yeah, his daughter. the sword goes even deeper into his daughter. And I think that was when we all jumped up and said, holy shit! Didn't he push her? Didn't she push him out of the way, though? No, uh, he no, jumped out of like the way. The, the, the dad guy knocked over a boulder onto him and hit him. This little yeah, because yeah, there's a scene where, like, the, there's, there's one thing I like about this movie is there's a couple of scenes where guys run at you and they run at either the wall or, or, or the actual person and actually physically run into them to, to knock them down or knock yeah. them back. I've never seen that in any other movie. Maybe, or maybe in a Jackie Chan movie where he, he's sort of like bump, thrown himself into him to push him out of the way. But this is like legitimate, like crash tackle. You mean it's like it's very ungraceful? It's not like a martial arts movie. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. like it's there's some brawling. It's just a there, bone crunching hip and shoulder. There is a lot in this movie that I have not seen in any other movie. It's it's great. Well, there you go. And then we, uh, so Lord of the Sword has one. He goes to find the other people who are still S and M'd all in the basement. Yeah, and they're, they're all not gone. there. They're all gone. And the the ninjas are all taking the guys away down a river. Then in the palanquins. we cut to the ninjas and the yeah. But the, no, there was a scene of them taking the palanquins up there too, palanquins. through the trees. Yeah, that's how the white guy was following them to the to the place. Yeah, oh, he was yeah. following them through the through the forest, and he's like, "What's going on here?" And then that's when he he runs in and and there's well, some that's... fucking throw down ninja fighting shit so right is, now. The great setup is that so Lord of the Sword is behind this uh, entourage of ninjas with the ninja monk, right? And then in front of them, in front of them in the water, like this beautiful setup is Hashimoto by himself. And he's like, that is one badass motherfucker. Just standing there with his sword. He knows where they're going. He's ready to face off against all of them. And they all surround him. And that's when... I love this. It's like that, you know, the shot of the sword in the scabbard and just the thumb kind of inching out the sword. It's just, you know, shit. It's like, you know... And he's like, you know, you should kill yourself. The surrogate wants us to do what we're doing. You should kill yourself. Yeah. He's like, I'll kill myself after the duel. Yeah, Hashimoto's like, yeah, I'll die after I kill all of you motherfuckers. 
And that's when they all surround him, and then shit gets real. Shit gets real, real. And there's fucking ninja magic going every place. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, oh, the amount of shurikens that are being thrown at Hashimoto, and he's... The amount just, of leaves, the yeah. amount of dead bodies. It's and fantastic. Fakes. It's a great scene where he gets thrown onto the ground, and he just stabs his sword as he's like... Because he knows there's a fucking ninja into there. Into the ground, and the, yeah. blood, the blood fountain spurts up, and he's like, I knew that was there. Yeah. <laughs> of course you knew that was there, because fucking ninjas are every place. Yeah. He cuts trees, and there's ninjas in the trees. Fantastic. And then that's when uh, Lord of the Sword shows up and he checks inside the palanquins and he sees that there's some ninja, uh, some kung fu masters in there. Yeah. And then a sword flies out of one of the palanquins. Because hidden ninjas in yeah. the stairs. <laughs> hidden ninjas everywhere. Fucking oh, ninjas. Shit. Oh, there's this, great, there's this great bit in there too where um, Hashimoto's fighting some dudes and um, he like, he's fighting the, the head dude. Yeah, that's right, the ninja The head monk. guy and he's fighting and he like cuts his fucking... He does the he does the fake body too. Yeah. But he he's so quick that he cuts his arm off still. Yeah. And he's in the trees and he's like chasing him with he's lost his sword. Like Hashimoto's lost his sword. Yeah. And he's chasing him through the trees with one sword, like hitting into the trees and like jumping up and cutting into the trees to boost himself up. And eventually cuts his fucking head off. Oh, but not not just like the head flies off and slides and is impaled by a stick. And then it still has time to talk and say he's fucked. Yeah. This is not a, this is not it a vertical explodes. Stick. Yeah, and then explodes, man. It's not a vertical <laughs> stick. It's a horizontal stick. He like did a bat swipe, like a tennis swipe. Yeah. But it goes through his ears. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking great. He has time to tell him that he's fucked, and then it explodes. His it's head great. explodes. It's amazing. It was like Total Recall when the head explodes. Yeah. That's exactly weeks. what it was like. Boom. Yeah, yeah it's great. Fantastic. And I think throughout most of that fight, all of us, like every time there was like a punctuation, like somebody getting sliced, we were like, damn! Yeah, it's good because it's all interesting. There's yeah. lots of little, you don't know what's happening because of Very the shit. Yeah, and also they had um, the Lord of the Sword. He was doing some like acrobatic shit and yeah. he was just carving up motherfuckers like left, right and center. Yeah, and at this point you're like, for a second you're like, are they going to team up and just fuck all these ninjas up? It and was very double dragon. Cut to them taking away the abbot. I know he's not an abbot, but you know, head, head monk guy that they've got. Like the guy that was like Buddha be praised and when he saw the lady yeah. he's got him on the back of a horse he's still asleep and and uh and Hashimoto is like behind him like so Lord of the Swords taking him on the back of this horse and he's has like Hashimoto got a new outfit it's protected yeah. like it's a few days later and, and like yeah. Lord of the Swords is like that guy's okay, still asleep though a lot of people have died so yeah. I've had enough of this I'm gonna take the abbot back to you know the, the temple and shit so I'm just I'm I'm interested in doing that, and then Hashimoto's like, hey, "No, hey, I came here to fucking fight, son. We still got to yeah. have our jewel, man. You yeah. promised." Yeah, and then uh, Lord of the Swords like, "I ain't gonna fight you. We don't need to do this." And Hashimoto's like, "The fuck we don't." I How- came all the way to Japan, <laughs> China for this stuff. Yeah, that's right. It's a long ass swim. And so he's like, maybe you'll fight me if I kill somebody you care about. And I actually thought he's probably not going to do it because he seems kind of honorable. No, he kills that guy. He totally does. He totally does. Kills the abbot on top of the horse. But the yeah. thing is, it still seems, that seems like a super samurai thing to do. Yeah. Like, you're not fighting me. I have to do this. This is the one way I'm going to get you to fight me is by killing this dude and getting yeah. angry. And so this is, this is the final fight scene, right? So the setup is that now Lord of the Sword is real pissed off. And somehow they've managed to walk to a... Cl- Luke a Skywalker's Island in the last year, yeah, right? It's like a little outcrop of rock. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I, I, I said that they must have had to walk there together. Yeah. Probably pissed off at each other, just going, fucking, why'd you do that, man? Yep. And so they walk together in silence onto this cliff. And that's when they're preparing to have this fight. Really good fight. Awesome. Okay. I think it's a little bit... Floaty for my taste. A little bit too acrobatic. It's very wushu. Yeah. But it, it, it's like, how the fuck they even shoot this? It's on a rock in it's, the middle of the ocean. It sort of goes in sections. Like the first bit of the fight is like a Japanese style. Like they stay on the ground, 
lot of sword play. And then the second half of the fight is when they're in the air doing the yeah they're the flying Chinese high high wire stuff. You know, yeah, you can see some of the wires too, and some of the shots where they're flipping around. Yeah, they definitely didn't edit the, a lot of the shots. Anyway, uh, they they fight in each other. They both stab each other at one point, and then they're doing a bunch of flips, and then they both land on a cliff. Yeah, and the cliff breaks, and they start to fall. And Hashimoto stabs Lord of the Sword in the chest. Yeah, uh, but Lord of the Sword also grabs his wrist, and he throws. Hashimoto back onto the cliff. Yeah. And then Hashimoto's like, man, that's fair. And he stabs himself in the same spot Yeah, that he stabbed the other guy. He's like, let's keep going. He's like, I owe you one. Yeah. And he stabs himself. And I, w- I just want to say, when uh, Lord of the Sword throws Hashimoto back up, mm-hmm. it's a reverse shot again. Uh, and, of- and it's really fucking high. It's real high. Like, these two <laughs> stuntmen would have had to jump backwards and somersault it off this massive fucking cliff, at least like 30, 40 foot drop. So, hail to the stuntmen. Yeah. It's 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 real. It's just reversed. And so and now this is this is so brutal. Like in a movie that's already had been had so many brutal moments. This bit's just so fucking. So brutal. Hashimoto sets himself up, puts his sword back into his scabbard, but draws it above his head. So he's got the scabbard on his sword above his head, and he comes in for an attack. And as he comes in for attack, the scabbard comes off, and it's like a feint. Mm. And he comes in, and he's going for the stab. But Lord of the Swords ready. He grabs that sword. Grabs it in his hand. Yep, and stabs back. Yeah, stabs into, into Hashimoto. Hashimoto. So Hashimoto's being stabbed, but then Hashimoto twists his sword, cuts that motherfucker's fingers off. All his fingers. And then cuts off his other arm. Oh, holy shit. Oh, man, it's fucking brutal. And so Hashimoto is looking... This is a fatal blow, ladies and gentlemen. Hashimoto is not happy. He doesn't look like he's going to take take the uh, the gut wound standing up. So he pulls his sword out, stabs himself in the foot so he doesn't fall over. And he looks towards Japan. He looks towards Japan. And the Lord of the Sword then sort of... He's, he's sort of backed off a little bit, gone up on top of a rock in the, in the background, and he's looking towards China, I, I'm assuming. Yeah. And that's when... It's just like we're both badasses. Freeze like, frame, and then we get the fucking ballad. Yeah, power ballad, power rock, Hong Kong ballad. And that's the end of the movie. But goddamn, that guy's got no fingers left, and he's got no arm. Everybody dies in this movie. And they just the lady out. dies. That guy dies. That monk dies. Everybody's dead. Guess this what? Is the second movie we've seen where everyone dies. Guess what? It's called Jewel to the Death. That's right, and yeah. it is death. You don't have a Jewel to the Death without some death. Holy shit! And that is the end of the goddamn film. Fuck yeah! Holy there's shit! Some, there's some dead parts in this film. Some bits where I weren't interested. Every time there were ninjas on screen, it was good. It was amazing. It was like, ah, it was just, mwah, it was just so nice watching ninjas happening. Really, really creative, thought out of the box. Um, I do have a couple of things about this movie, um, and unfortunately, it's been spoiled what we said. But I, I was going to say this: I'm a bit pissed off with this movie. A, it looks like it was shot with an '80s lens. Oh, there's a lot of blur. No, there's like it's lens distortion. Like the middle of the frame is nice and clean and tight, but then towards the edge, which is usually where people's faces were. Yeah, was, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I like think barrel a lot distortion. Of, yeah, post-production issues. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe a tr- as you were saying earlier, transfer, Mike, transfer yeah. problems. Yeah. Well, it could have been because usually it's when they're using a, like a wide-angle lens and they've got to take like a lot of stuff in a tight room. So I don't know. It could have been anything. Uh, mind you, Golden Harvest. Come on, guys. Come yeah. on. I mean, like. Some of the, these actors that they're so, the, their accents were so bad they had to give them subtitles. I mean, it's just. <laughs> and, then the one, and, the one, and the one last thing. Just okay, go on, fire away. Right, one more. One yeah. more Come on, this isn't a joke. joke is, um, I, crucify me if you must, but I don't, All right. I, I don't, I don't I believe. I got to cross out the back. Let's go. I don't believe it was filmed there. I filmed it filmed in. It looked remarkably like Hong Kong for me. <laughs> 
I, I would actually have you. Did you look it up? Was any of it filmed on location? Because it's uh, definitely definitely a couple times where I'm looking at it going. That doesn't look like it would. It, it's it's Chinese like architecture, but I wasn't sure. Well, when they were in the um, the Japanese sections, I actually did have a sneaking suspicion that they just redressed the Shaolin Temple like yeah. a Japanese. Yeah, like I had that just, feeling too. Yeah, like they just put like. But there is apparently this was a very expensive movie at the time, so. Yeah, I don't know how much it actually costs to film. It was in 1983, so I mean, who really knows, right? And um, it's Hong Kong money, so it could have been twelve twelve dollars. Uh, yeah it doesn't say what the actual production costs or anything are alright it was probably shot by like two people over the course of a week okay it's probably it's lost to the sands of time or the ninjas photocopied and put it in their vault somewhere (laughs) I actually I thought the production values looked really good this film a lot of it was pretty good yeah it was like nice they had a lot of costume design and the choreography was really really good alright the only reason why I didn't probably wasn't that interested or have seen this before is because there's no one in it. No, there's yeah, no one. There's in it. no one notable in it. And it's for, for 1983. If it really did have a large budget, you would expect there to be a fucking name attached. Yeah, you'd think so. But I guess that's probably where they saved the money, right? I guess this is this proves too that like um, you don't need a big star. You don't need um, things because this this movie pleasantly you just need a surpri- bunch of ninjas. Yeah, this movie pleasantly surprised me. Um, considering fucking yeah, ninjas, dime yeah. a dozen. They don't even have to fucking show their faces. I yeah, you don't know who they are. Apart from you, Nath, who's already... You, you've seen this before, but I think when we all started watching this, we, we didn't have high hopes for this. Like I knew that it would get better. <laughs> oh, you've seen it before, though. Yeah, I own yeah. It. It, it, it. And it's one of the movies that I own that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, pleasantly surprised. Really, really happy in the way that this um, this came through. Um, again, like you say, um, good choreography and thinking outside the box. A lot of the stuff they did with the ninjas was great. Like, again, haven't seen anything... Even post nineteen ninety, that even lives up to that yet. The hunted. So, well, what, they don't do magic. What move? Anyone? I know what move. Oh, no, what move do you want to? Do? I want all of us to transform into Daryl the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> like our, you were our forces there. combined. Yeah. <laughs> Transformer. I'd like to be able to fly in a kite too. A fly in a ninja kite. There's also the ability, like, to... to well, 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 how many are you going to take? All right, go. No, no, you're right. No, 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 no I want to know right, what right. your next one is. No, no, my other ability is just to know that there's ninjas under the ground. Yeah. <laughs> That's your ability to know that they're there no, or like to I be one I know where moles are, moles are at. <laughs> yeah. Mike, don't step there. There's ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're a problem. Ninja landmines. That's right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a real They're a real, they're a real fucking, yeah, PSA concern. on that shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> Because they survive after the war and yep. you can't have ninjas hiding That's right. That's why you can't go to Cambodia or Laos yeah. for shit no more. There's yeah. fucking ninjas just sitting there. Yeah, waiting. <laughs> waiting. Just waiting. I actually, just pop up I, liked, um, I liked... They, they were never told the war was over. They don't get cryo-frozen. <laughs> they just go underground. <laughs> I liked when Hashimoto was fighting his master in the Oni mask and he did the, the move with the Wakasashi. Oh, uh, stabbing behind? Stab from behind. Fuck, yeah. that was cool. That was just so slick. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that, that was totally... And that was the one time when I fought... He actually seemed like he was fighting in a Japanese style rather than the rest of the movie when he's like, he had a Japanese sword, but yeah, nah. Sorry. He did a lot of, um, there were a lot of moments where he was holding, because usually Chinese swords aren't two handed, and he was yeah. doing a lot of two handed stances, yeah. but yes, yeah, sometimes. Like, and he, had, he, he actually went few, to swipe, it was one handed. Yeah, yeah. He had a few poses that, that looked like the form, yeah. but when he actually was in you know the, what the been choreography good? of the fights, it sort of slipped back into more Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. If Float. if he had, you know what would have been cool is if he had been a two if he if they tried to make him like a two-handed Japanese swordsman like they should have done it that way. It's like or constantly using the double. Yeah, cuz there were there was there's a couple of styles that are like that. They use yeah. two swords. Yeah. Mm. 
Christian, did you have a I don't think it's any surprise that I want naked female ninjas. <laughs> I want the ability That's to summon move. them. That's your move. That's my move. Summon them like the Shogun. Are you just going to get caught in that, that net and just go, I'm not getting out of here because I don't want to? <laughs> would it be praised? You know what my move would be? What? To pull off prosthetic legs. Oh, uh, <laughs> that, like that guy flips, does flips and shit, and yeah. he has prosthetic legs. He has yeah, fake wooden like legs. stumps of wood, didn't it? Yeah, yeah they were it's stumps like, of wood. Okay. And this guy's you dickheads, you Come fell on, for this go, hoax. At least go for the robotic chicken legs. Come that guy on. definitely does defy the laws of physics, though, when he jumps off his own sword in the middle of the air. Oh, that's yes. a bullshit move. Yes. So I just want to explain this. So, so Hashimoto has this ability, and uh, imagine he uses if it at, in multiple fights. Yes, as well, he does. When he's floating in the air. Not that you know, flying in the air and fighting is realistic, but the, the fact that they even had to justify it at all. You know he, well, the, the Chinese guy could just fly. He could just straight up fly. But the he Japanese fly. guy, he At holds the sword underneath his legs like he's about to break it with his legs. And he uses that to propel him forward. Like a double jump. Like a double jump. You know what, Mike? I've got, got a bone to pick with you. I, just because you can't do it. We, we, we're all doing it yesterday. Just because you can't do it. I mean, sure. Well, I have said, uh, is anyone here a ninja master or a samurai master? Yeah, but we, we wouldn't tell you. No. Yes. No. I'm not telling you, though. Yeah, maybe. I'm not telling you which one of it it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I felt you under my feet at the beach. <laughs> just, just waiting. I sense a ninja. I sense a ninja. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was Jewel to the Death. Uh, but before we do wrap up, I just wanted to bring up one uh, thing. Um, you, you did have it like a oh when you were looking at your phone a second ago. I uh, well, it was more a. Um, uh, I think recently we did an episode where we were saying, "Hey, look, you know, anybody who listens to the podcast, we'd love to hear from you." And we heard from someone, which was surprising. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was like, "What?" And then I was kind of vindicated because, oh, shit, people do listen to our podcast. Well, I know they listen. I see the fucking stats, man. I know. A lot of people listen, but not not most people don't bother to actually comment because they oh, know no. we're, we're no, full of shit. No, no, Well, actually, most people know we're full of shit, and this guy just called us out on it, really. <laughs> uh, there was a, a listener, Peter, who uh, kind of wrote, wrote in. Uh, this was after our Tiger on Beat episode. And full disclosure... We know next to nothing about Hong Kong action films. No, that's not true. We watch a lot of them. You know next to nothing. You uh, want to go to Santa Fe. And he, he made some comments Christian's about... Christian's a fucking font of knowledge. Yeah, Christian, he ask. knows all the words. He knows all the words. He's yeah, Fig Jam. Fig Jam, that's right. Yeah, Fig Jam. Uh, I just want to shout out to Peter, who uh, kind of gave us some shit that we're not really... That I wasn't part of this podcast, so I, I can't... Um... Oh, oh, let me tell you what, what Peter had to say about us. Oh, we don't need to know that. No, you don't need to say? So I'm really said, glad you called in the like, email yeah, the stuff, anyone Peter. else wants yeah. to put stuff on, go right ahead. Awesome. Peter said, who is that Christian guy? What a dickhead. What's he doing? <laughs> he didn't hear you on the podcast. What a sad fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Have but you no, seen really missed him. No. no, no, no. So I just want to thank Peter and you know, shout <laughs> out. Have a fucking shave. <laughs> jeez, hey, look, we're going to get grow some fucking hair. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Take the hair from his chin and put it on your fucking head. <laughs> That's, oh, man, the oh, insult. Jeez. Jeez. Um, no, do you want Nothing to... for me though, Christian. <laughs> Come on, it's so easy. <laughs> that ninja you think you saw? <laughs> yeah. um, just do you want to um as great as it is people are going to He did want... give us some I did look at it earlier. He you sent it to me as well. Mm. He did give us some information about, you know, Chayun Fat's like heartthrob status. No, no, look, okay, so the cool fact that he gave us, which I hadn't really thought about was that um, Chow was known for his romantic and TV soaps and light comedies, which we did know. Yeah, Rachel um, knew that shit. Rachel is fucking hardcore. So. Rachel's hardcore. But what, what probably wasn't as apparent was that producers would have been very nervous casting him in films like 
uh, Hard Boiled and, you know, all those John Woo films, which I suppose, right? Like when you cast someone like Michael Keaton as Batman and all he's done is Mr. Mom, then people are going to be like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. And so they go and put Chow Yun Fat in a film where it's a gunslinging action film. But of course, the rest is now you know, history. history. The rest is history. Yeah. Like he's, he's known for holding guns. That's, that's more. He's known more for that than anything else. So, do you want to? Um, uh, and for being a pirate in that Pirate of the Caribbean's movie, I don't even remember him in that. Do, film, do you man. want to um, acting? How, how do how do people contact us? If so, they want people to... can contact us by going to to Facebook. There's an Asian Action Cast Facebook page. Have you set up the email address? We did used to have one, but I uh, shut that shit down. No, because we don't have a domain yet. You um, want to do that? But the Facebook, well, setting up a domain. Well, they can get through on Facebook. That's how they get the podcast. And most of the people that we're getting, like the actual interactions, are through Facebook. So, do the listeners who are listening to this already know this shit? So let's just let that go. Yeah. Well, no. well why did you bring it up? No, Jeez, I, just wanted to know, I wanted to know if we had. You said you were going to set up a Gmail or some shit. That's a Gmail or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. For those who don't know, do that go, before next one. Asian Action Cast at Facebook. Asian Action Cast in Facebook. So you just look up Asian Action Cast on, on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Actually, got- if you look Asian Action Cast up on Google, like think, I think we're number one on that yeah. shit too. Yeah. So yeah. guys, nice. if you are listening to this, we really, really want to hear your thoughts. And no, your- I, I don't want to hear I don't hear want to hear, really really hear everybody. I, I really do. I really want, I want, no. I want to hear a few thoughts to make me feel good about myself. Yeah, no, no, bring it all on. You're just saying it because you want me to read all this mail. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you're listening, don't send all your thoughts do it. into us. Do it right now. I want to know how good I really am. Read our jokes. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Realism, son. Not good. <laughs> so I think. So we'll- if you want to stick up for me, go to Asian Action Cast Facebook. If you want to jump on these fellas you know um, yeah, you tell want- us your thoughts tell us what you think about our guest stars on the you know Asian what you know cast. what i honestly want you know what i really really want to fire christian no 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 christian is <laughs> a necessary part of our organization what i want is i want more recommendations oh movie like we have a lot of movies and yeah. we can get a lot of other movies but I want to like I. You want to do an episode like like I viewers see vote. I want to see something so out of left field that's still real good. Yeah, somebody's favorite film. Yeah, that is like just... I want something that I don't know about. Yeah, and, I mean, I, obviously We're you guys don't that... know what I know that no. it's in you my head. Like a, a random Buddhist fist because it was on the commentary of something. Yeah, I want something that I've never heard, like never thought of watching before. Yeah. So guys, if you got something that you think we so would, nothing with Jet Li like or see. Jackie Chan or Donnie Yen because I've seen all that shit. You give me some good. Yeah. Give me some Iron Angels good. Yeah. There you go, listeners. That's your challenge. Find us something. And I'm going to give you all a little thing right now. Sam says he hates it, but he loves Donnie. He really he loves Donnie. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't think for a minute he's falling anyway. Donnie, yeah, that was a Christian. He's going to the Thank you.
Thank you.